Welcome to Conversations, a podcast by Christ Presbyterian Church of Auburn, where we sit down with our pastor, Eric Zellner, and discuss how God's Word applies to our lives. Welcome back to Conversations. Um, once again, I'm here with Eric. We have no guests today. Just the good old reliable Eric it's and Michael. Just the two of us. That's right. Just the two of us. That's right. Um, we are continuing on in the uh, core values uh, series um, for the old school fans. It's the distinctives. Distinctives. Yep. <laughs> That's what we began calling it. Yep. Yes. Uh, but today we are going over these two um, next ones after biblical holiness and biblical theology. Um, the first one today is Biblical Evangelism, Church Planting, and Missions, and the next one we'll go over in this episode is Biblical Discipleship. Um, so Biblical Evangelism, Church Planting, and Missions, um, what we have on our on our website, which if you go to CrashPresAuburn.org and go to who we are and look at core values, this is where you can find these. Um, but the explanation we have for uh, the evangelism church planting and missions is this a church committed to the spread of the gospel in the Auburn community and throughout the world through the support of foreign missions and local church planting so Eric would you mind elaborating on that a little bit more yeah what does that what does that mean uh, I sat down with one of our early uh, elders as and we worked through creating this list and and we've talked in the past about the reason we transitioned from calling it distinctives to core values we don't want to uh, assume or presume that we're the only ones who care about evangelism, church planting, and missions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a great example of why that was important to call them distinctives, yes. right? Um, uh, actually, to call them core, not val- dis- core not, values, not distinctives. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the the heart of this. Um, if you you know, being in and around Auburn, we knew that probably the most effective way to reach people for Christ was not to stand in Tumor's Corner. And, uh, and do street preaching, yeah. though that may be the call of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe not even um, leaving gospel tracts on uh, the bathrooms <laughs> and the counters around Auburn, yeah. but really uh, to try to inculcate the core value of evangelism as a life practice mm-hmm. so that uh, our people learn to think in terms of there's there's a lost world out there. Uh, and we want our people to be a part of sharing Christ wherever they go. So we did want that to be a part of our our DNA. Um, because of some early interactions that I had with some more formalized systems of, of evangelism, uh, I was, and I think some of our early elders were opposed to programmatic evangelism mm-hmm. that that looked like this. Let me say what <laughs> that looked like: knocking on doors. Okay, thanks mm-hmm. for visiting our church. And we show up at your house at 4 p.m. on Sunday night after you visited our church on Sunday morning. Um, and I say to you, if you died tonight, um, uh, yeah, why would the Lord let you into heaven? Um, and so we we decided very early on that that wouldn't be the most effective way yeah. for our church to yep. do that. But but uh, here's a couple of things that we know. Uh, churches that do not evangelize and do not think in terms of that uh, end up becoming insular. They end yep. up becoming interned, and they're content with who they are. And we wanted to be actively thinking 
an evangelistic pattern. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that uh, this church was being planted by the presbytery, um, excuse me, by the presbytery, by the denomination. Um, and so because of those two, the denomination said we would like another PCA church in Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the presbytery was excited about that and behind that. But a big part of this, and, and some of our people sitting in the pews today wouldn't know this mm-hmm. because we're only you know five and a half years in, but the presbytery and the denomination said we would like this to be the beginning of other church plants that take place mm-hmm. in this area. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in order to, to plant this church here, from the very beginning, the heart was that we would turn in a few years once we got established and begin thinking about church planting in the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that didn't just mean Auburn. It meant, okay, what direction would mm-hmm. we go? We do have a presbytery that's pretty active in that right now. We have a, a church plant that's picked up in just outside of uh, Lake Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one that is picked up in Pike Road, so in between Auburn and, mm-hmm. and Montgomery. But I say that because uh, it's important for not just uh, me— not just our elders, but our congregation to know that that it, being actively thoughtful about evangelism means that we may be needing to think down the road about mm-hmm. a church plant. Um, and, and I don't know what that would look like. I don't mm-hmm. know what the context would be or where that would be. But here's a profound statistic that I uncovered when I was planting this church, and that is that churches in their first five years tend to have more conversions uh, than mm. churches after five years. In it. Mm. Um, and so I say that only because church planting can be a really useful tool in helping people helping people come to Christ. Mm-hmm. If you and you're just off the cuff, why would you think that would be the case? Like why would you think a church in its first five years might be able to reach people more easily? Not to put you on the spot. Yeah. You, you can <laughs> say the dumbest idea if you want. No, um I mean, I, I I think a lot of the human tendency is something new and exciting and something like that. Yeah. And maybe it just does. There's yeah. a lot of energy. There's a lot of effort put into oh, totally. the first five years. I don't know if that's the if that's no. What I would totally for. agree. Yeah, I think yeah. people come to it, and it doesn't because it's new. People sense energy, but mm-hmm. they and they also don't feel nearly as intimidated, yep. right? So, yep. a church that's well established has all this order and systems, yep. and and there's something that's uh nice about getting all the orders and systems together but for a person who's um who is investigating the faith the precision and the perfection may not be as attractive as it is to mm-hmm. those who are already in the church mm-hmm. right um so i think recognizing evangelism church planting the other component of that the reason we put all three all three of these on the same line missions is the third part mm-hmm. is because all of these are really about building the kingdom. And we recognize that um, in the Bible, I've said this recently, even from the pulpit, nowhere in the scripture uh, does it talk about you or me building God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. It always talks about God building his kingdom. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's very clear that the way that God builds that kingdom is through ordinary means of grace, the preaching of the gospel, uh, the Bible being opened. Um, And so we wanted to be a part and and connect with with various ministries mm-hmm. locally and nationally and internationally that were committed to uh, spreading the gospel in those ways. Yeah. I would say, um, by my own evaluation and my own maybe personal critique, um, 
I knew at the outset that I was not great. I, I could not be hired somewhere as, as a missions pastor mm-hmm. for a church. Um, but I need people around me who think about missions and are thinking, okay, let's invest here in this missionary or this missions work. And so at Christ Prez, we, we put even last week in our bulletin a yep. list of the missionaries. I saw that. Yeah. That was new. Yeah, yeah that's that new. Cool. And, and we want to start showing that every so often. These are the missions works that we support. Mm-hmm. And these are in Auburn mm-hmm. at this moment. We really strategically decided, okay, let's let's try to support some missionaries with a reasonable amount of money. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of like, oh, yeah, we can give $25 to someone <laughs> yeah. in Jakarta yeah. because they called our church or they sent us a letter or something yeah. like that. Uh, rather, we wanted to commit some actual dollars that mm-hmm. were significant to mm-hmm. local ministry works as mm-hmm. a start. Yeah. I hope that's not where we end, yeah. uh, but it is where we start. And, and, and uh, because we're in the Presbyterian Church in America and, and RUF and RUF International are arms of the PCA mm-hmm. into the college campus. We wanted to make sure that we supported RUF, mm-hmm. Reformed University Fellowship, and RUF International. Uh, and RUF, if you're not familiar with it, uh, seeks to uh, take the message of Christ to the campus, but also it seeks to minister to the children of uh, coming from other PCA mm-hmm. churches who are here at Auburn. And so you have hopefully a, a blending of people who are inquiring, investigating the faith, as well as people who are coming already as believers. Yeah. RUF International entirely works on— uh, With international students. Yeah, with yeah. international students. You you all work with yeah. them, don't you? Volunteer yeah, some? I, I, Rebecca and I do a, a lot of work with that. We, um, we're we very good friends with, with Mike and Kelly, yeah. um, who are over that. And, yeah, it's completely different than RUF um, mm. in a lot of ways. It is— I mean, the only <laughs> believers that are in there are are the uh, usually the Americans that are the that volunteers. help that help that volunteer and everything yeah. like that. And it's it is a really cool uh, opportunity, and I'm really thankful for it. Um, hmm. I never would have thought when I came to Auburn um, when I moved here uh, for high school, and then I went to college, and then uh, getting involved in college, and now even after college, I never thought I would interact so much with international yeah. students or people from other countries. But I mean. It really is, and 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 one of the things I remember before I even came to Auburn, or no, I was at Auburn, but before Michael Alsop, who is over RUFI, um, before he had actually even moved to Auburn to start RUFI here or to to carry to be the new minister for RUFI, um, he was preaching at Covenant Pres okay. um, over there on Shelton Mill, and uh, I had come back. Um, it was during a summer, and he was preaching there, and one of the things he was saying was a lot of the countries that these international students come from, it's really hard to get Christians in there. You got mm. places like China, um, India, you know, you can get Christians in there, but it's not as accepting, you know, and you have yeah. these countries that are like that. Um, but what Michael made a good point was, is like, well, if they're going to send them here, you know, we might as well yeah. give it everything we've got and, and try to share Christ with them. And, um, you know, I've gotten to see just, I've had a lot of really cool conversations and really um, helped me, um, think help me and Rebecca both just think about um, kind of how the gospel is a living out thing. You know, as we're even mm-hmm. talking about this, you are living it out and you're showing it, um, and you're making it known. It's not handing out gospel tracts. Yeah. It's not yeah. always that, although those are helpful. It yeah, is. It, it is be. really living it out and um, mm-hmm. and being relational in that way. So I've I've seen that. Yeah, firsthand. I love I love great. that because I mean, doesn't that doesn't that 
indicate too that that uh, by being able to invest in people who are coming to this country, they are they are turning and some are going back to their mm-hmm. own places. Mm-hmm. And those are it is infinitely less costly. And this is a missions uh, taking a missions class in seminary. You would see this. It's infinitely more costly to send an ordinary guy like you or me from Alabama mm-hmm. to Indonesia than it is to invest in those that the Lord sends mm-hmm. here for schooling or Absolutely. other things like that, which makes RUFI such a great work. Yeah. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, of course, we support other local works um, that uh, exist on Auburn's campus. I won't go into all of them, but I just wanted to mention those first two mm-hmm. by way of biblical evangelism, church mm-hmm. planting, and missions. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about discipleship. Yeah, biblical discipleship. I'll give the definition. Um, a church committed not merely to numerical growth in the congregation, but real spiritual depth, depth in its membership, <laughs> which is uh, yeah, not spiritual depth, <laughs> spiritual <Yeah>. depth, <laughs> going deeper. D e p t h, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's a. I I I remember sitting across the table with Wayne Alderman discussing this in the beginning and thinking about how to how to put this into words. There are lots of churches that make it their primary goal to get as many humans as possible yep. on the rolls. And so the front door is wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes the back door is uh, wide open yep. as well. Um, but here what we really are, are talking about is that it's you know, the church is meant to be marked by, um, by Christ-likeness. Mm-hmm by growth in grace, uh, as we talked about biblical holiness last time. Mm-hmm. This biblical discipleship idea is is really very deeply rooted in the mm-hmm. Reformed faith. And, and what I mean is this. Uh, Reformed churches historically, going all the way back to the Protestant Reformation, uh, found that, that strong Christian education programs were important mm-hmm. in order to help grow people in their faith. Mm-hmm. It was not sufficient uh, that you go, oh, good, we prayed and got 17 people mm-hmm. Converted, or we, or you know, I'm putting air quotes while I'm talking. You know, or we had this many conversions, or that many conversions. Uh, we pray that those conversions really are true, yep. and that they really did happen. But the 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 way that you know that those conversions are true, that they really did happen, is in the long haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I see that this person who uh, came to faith in Christ is now walking with Christ mm-hmm. and growing in Christ? Yep. Well, biblical discipleship is is a part of how that happens. Yeah. I have I, I, I won't for the sake of um, the identity of other people, but I have so many people who have come through our church that I now know are sitting in churches where they're listening to the Bible taught and preached. They're investing themselves in churches, and they live in places that are not close to Auburn now. Mm-hmm. But uh, two particularly I can think of that were converted through the Holy Spirit— mm-hmm. And they begin worshiping with us very early on, and um, they are now two, these two that I'm thinking of are both in a PCA church uh, in the Carolinas, both invested in their church, both growing, mm-hmm. and it's really it's so beautiful mm-hmm. yep. because they exude the kind of uh, spiritual growth mm-hmm. that only discipleship rooted in the Bible could produce. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so. Here's my here here's a part of my commitment for the sake of God's people at Christ Press. Um, 
we work in a lot of ways like a, as if we were in a military town, right? You have mm-hmm. people who come in and they, yep. they might be uh, sent out after a, a short period of time. We have students who are arriving and then three, four or five years uh, later, they may be leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we need to recognize that, that uh, it's important for our Sunday schools, our small groups, everything to be rooted in uh, the Bible. Yep. The scriptures are being taught in lots of different ra- ways and lots of different levels. So yep. I really can commit to people, um, if you really put forth effort to be a part of the works of the kingdom here at the church at Christ Pres, there is a process, a, a way, a plan, and it's not necessarily overly programmatized. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's it's not that I sat down with a pencil and paper and thought, <laughs> how could we map this out in a yep. four-year way? And there are churches who do that well. But uh, simply believing that God's word is God's word. And so we're going to make many opportunities in the life of our church mm-hmm. for our people to be around God's word and around community mm-hmm. where God's word is, is wrestled with and taught uh, where you think through and discuss the implications of the Bible for us. So as you read it, a church committed not merely to numerical growth in the congregation, but real spiritual depth in its membership as the pastor of the church, it would actually make me sad uh, to think that we had gotten to some marker number, mm-hmm. 300, 400, 500, 600, um, and to watch marriages corrode, mm-hmm. um, our people walking away, mm-hmm. from the not, not just from our church, but literally from the faith, yep. um, that, would, that would concern me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, Michael, I think there's one other thing to this, and I should be um, I should be honest about it. The truth is that people get out of church mm-hmm. what they want yeah. to get out of it. And so there's been times, even in the last year, where there have been people who have come and wanted to have a conversation with me because they were going to, they, they felt the need to leave the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that happens, I'm often listening to hear what it was that they felt their need was. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I say this because I need it's important for me. If somebody leaves for the sake of their children, if they yeah. leave for the sake of, um, I don't know, Eric, I don't like your haircut or something <laughs> like that. You know, th- those are I, I, I hear that. Yeah. I don't I don't think those are the best reasons yeah. for people to leave a church. <laughs> but um, but. One of the things that I want to make sure that people are not leaving yeah. for is that, well, we just didn't ever believe we were getting into the scriptures. Mm. We just didn't believe that the Bible had very much relevance. We didn't believe that the word was being taught or preached. We didn't believe that there was a biblical uh, trajectory or plan. So I say that uh, with some measure of unguarded honesty. Mm. Um, there will be people who will come and go. Mm-hmm from any church, not just Christ Pres, But we want to make sure that while people are with us here, whether it's because they're passing through in college or whether it's because, well, they liked uh, that church for a few minutes or mm-hmm. a few months, um, we want to make sure that we're providing the Scripture mm-hmm. because that's actually the one place and way that people grow. Yep. So anyway, I hope that helps. Yeah. No. When you look through the list again, we began with biblical expository preaching, biblical worship, biblical theology, biblical holiness, biblical evangelism, church planting and missions, Mm -hmm. biblical discipleship. 
Um, I'll just say again, the reason we put the word biblical in front of no. those is is we don't want to presume that uh, we know precisely what that ought to look like. Mm-hmm. All of those are meant to be rooted in what the Bible really mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Um, and you see throughout Paul's letters to Timothy, Titus, and others that, that there is a biblical pattern of discipleship, mm-hmm. life on life, uh, studying God's word, growing in prayer and fellowship. Yep. So absolutely, it's a heart of who we want to be. Yeah, no, and I think those those two we covered really well. Um, next time we meet, we will do biblical wisdom and biblical community. Which I was even thinking about saying some things for biblical discipleship, but I think I'll save them. For we'll biblical, save them. Save them for biblical good. community. That so, sounds great. I think they'll, they'll be good for that. But I look forward um, to it. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thanks, Michael. All right, no problem.